Welcome to the Financial Life Podcast with me, Ben Robel. This is episode five. Thanks for tuning in. As I've mentioned previously, this podcast, at least for now, is designed as a supplement for the posts I've been doing on Instagram in particular, so that we can dig into some of the details and nuances of the topics we've reviewed. But at the same time, I'm trying to keep these podcasts to five minutes or less to avoid getting in too wide-ranging a discussion about topics that can be complicated, and in some cases, pretty dull. The first week of posts I did on Instagram were focused on the top five questions I used to get when I worked in private banking, when I would sit down with a prospective client for our first meeting. And today's question is, how are you different? So a comparison question between platforms. The best way to start this conversation is to tip our collective hats to the advertising and marketing agencies who've done such a great job of taking companies that are virtually identical and making them sound different from each other. But this isn't something that's unique to financial services. This is true of all industries. Once the universe of products or services that you sell has been defined, most of the companies within the industry will look the same. Coke looks a lot like. But just because these companies and their products mostly look the same, that doesn't mean that there aren't good reasons to prefer one brand or one platform over another. There is no Chevy Mustang. There is no Ford Corvette. However, I would differentiate financial services from lots of other industries in one crucial way. And that is that By and large, the products that are being sold are commodity. They are negotiated primarily on price, and that price is generally determined by the market. If you want to get a savings rate on your bank account that is 6% higher than the prevailing rate, you probably can't get it. You can get it in the bond market, but that's, or maybe you can, but that's a different asset class. There are high yield savings accounts. But there are reasons that those companies have to offer those kinds of rates, and they're usually not that far away from the mainstream that is being offered. This is true for financial technology companies as well. Over the last 10 or 15 years, a number of companies were started that really went after the cost line for the large financial services incumbent companies. And many of them were successful But at the end of the day, the products that they're offering are the same. At the end of the day, this is an industry selling commoditized products from inside of a deep, dark regulatory moat. So how do you differentiate between platforms when you're trying to figure out what to do? I would tick three boxes. The first one is, what does the platform look like? Some people do this for themselves and they advise on one piece of the financial world, like they'll help you build a portfolio or help you budget. If you work with an individual or you stitch a bunch of products together, somebody has to do the work of making sure that all of the answers that come from those different people or products are pulled together into one coherent framework. And so that's where you start to to think about having a team. And if you're looking at a team, you have to consider whether all of the people who are part of, quote, your team, unquote, have the expertise that you need. If you're a teacher 
or you work at a startup, or you live in California, or Texas, or Florida, or Manhattan, or you have a child with a disability, or you have a disability yourself, the kinds of issues you're going to face are going to be different from the issues that other people will face. And so finding a team that will be able to understand what those issues are and help advise how to deal with them in your unique circumstances is important. The second differentiation I would make is an open or closed platform. An open platform is like an E-Trade where you buy anything that you want. And a closed platform basically restricts you to only the products that that particular company sells. It's easy to have a negative reaction to that, but it's important to remember that Vanguard is a closed platform and you can only buy Vanguard funds on that platform. So that's a question of how are they going to achieve the goals that you've identified and what are the fees going to be for doing that? And the last thing I would say is that wealth management, financial products for people in general are much more tolerant of what I would call the cult of personality or the anti-no-asshole rule. If you're highly productive and bring profitable and large clients into a company, they will largely tolerate what I would call some eccentricity in your behavior. That's one reason why if you find a trusted person, many people will follow him or her if they move to another platform because the products on offer are largely the same or achieve the same results. But establishing a new trusted relationship with someone is a lot of work. So it's not that there's not difference. There is, but it isn't where you think it is. Don't get caught up in the marketing or the hype or the advertising Focus on what's important to you, what problems you have that you need to solve, and what your goals are and who can help you best achieve them, and you'll find the right fit. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.